Are you being influenced? If you've watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart to heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250. And say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz, Ben Ferguson with you. And we've got quite a few issues to talk about, including some fireworks that happen in the Judiciary Committee over some nominees and some people that just flat out aren't qualified. What are the Democrats doing? We're going to take you behind the scenes uh, to what happened there, why this is so important for this country coming up in just a moment. Also, the senator makes, I think, what may be his debut in Hollywood in a new movie that's out. We'll tell you about that coming up in just a moment. But before we get to that, Senator, I want to get your reaction to some news that broke. Special Counsel Jack Smith seems to be putting together together an enemies list and quite a few listeners of this podcast may be on that list he has demanded that x formerly known as twitter is to give all information on all americans who interacted with donald j trump in the, on twitter between october of 2020 while he was the president of the united states of america To January of 2021, this would include people that did something as simple as liking a tweet of the president of the United States of America. Your reaction to this heavily redacted search warrant 
requesting everyone's intel that interacted with Trump. It's completely outrageous. The Biden Justice Department wants information about you. And and you mentioned an enemies list. That's exactly what they're compiling. That They have literally served on, on Twitter a, a search warrant that demands every single person who liked a tweet from Trump or who retweeted a tweet from Trump between October 2020 and January 2021. I am quite certain I liked or retweeted multiple tweets. I'm quite certain you liked or retweeted multiple tweets. So you and I are both on the enemies list, and so is anybody else. That They're basically trying to compile a list of the social media of every Trump voter. Uh, And it's not even voter. It's just if you had something positive to say about the president. The Biden DOJ wants to know it, and and they're also asking for, quote, all associated logs and metadata, which could could cover location data as well. And, and, And so understand that they're asking for the physical location of every person who said something positive about Donald Trump on Twitter between October of 2020 and January of 2021. That is wildly overbroad. It is not related to anything remotely within the scope of of the indictment and what they're trying to to, to prosecute Trump for. And the the prosecution itself, as we've discussed at great length, is bogus. But this is an example. Look, this is a political fishing expedition. They want to know every American, every American citizen, every American voter who dares say something positive about Trump. The Biden DOJ wants to know your name. This is something that you see in, in, in other countries like China, for example, and Russia, for example, uh, and, and other nations where you have dictators and tyrants where they will they will 100 percent constantly be tracking, following and looking at every word that the citizens are saying. And what we also know is that Twitter initially delayed complying with this request per the New York Post. Uh, resulting in a $350,000 fine levied against the company. What's also shocking about this warrant, who comes in, and I do think we need to remind people uh, of exactly how radical and, and who this special counsel Jack Smith is, because the warrant center also requests, quote, all IP addresses associated with the president, he was the president at the time, his account, as well as a list of all devices used to log into it. This means that any staffer, any aide who logged into the account would have the information divulged to the special prosecutor. And this isn't after Donald Trump left office. This is spying on the president and his staff while he was the president of the United States of America. Well, look, and this is very much consistent with the abuse of power we've seen from the Biden DOJ and from Democrats. The four indictments against Donald Trump are all about weaponizing the Department of Justice, weaponizing local Democrat DAs to go after and attack the leading candidate for president on the Republican side right now. And and and, you know, this is very much also in the spirit uh, of the abuse of Fulton County. Uh, indictment where where the prosecutor there alleges that they've indicted a number of people on on RICO counts and and the basis for that or one of the significant bases they rely upon it are individual tweets that Trump sent and and 
The theory is that that the president of the United States sending a tweet was somehow racketeering, that it was violated the RICO laws. I mean, this is wacky stuff. This is not, oh, that's a reasonable argument that I mean, saying that the president of the United States by sending a tweet is committing a felony is utterly bizarre, and it demonstrates a contempt for free speech. Look, the president of the United States has a free speech right to send tweets. You may not like his tweets. You don't have to read his tweets if you don't like them. But but Democrats have, number one, when it comes to Trump, just their brains are broken. They hate him so much that, that they now believe, apparently, that his sending a tweet is a criminal act. And they also want to know, if you sent a tweet, and by the way, on the same theory, I don't know if maybe retweeting Trump in their twisted world is a criminal act, what it demonstrates is a, a political obsession – a willingness to abuse power, a grotesque overbreadth, and a complete contempt for free speech and the First Amendment. There, there's also another aspect of this, and that is, look, you've done this, I've done this. I've retweeted people that I disagree with to bring light to something that they've said that I think is egregious or just incompetent or or, or maybe even just laughable. I shouldn't be dragged into a, a special counsel's, uh, you, you know, obsession over that individual just because I, on a public forum, retweeted someone that I disagree with. I've retweeted AOC and Nancy Pelosi uh, and, and Barack Obama and Joe Biden countless times with things that they've said and, and other liberals in the media that I've retweeted before. That shouldn't give them the right to then come look at what I've been doing because somehow it's connected to that individual. Or, or, or am I wrong? You're not wrong, but but, but this is... It's an enemies list. It, it it is it is an abuse of power from DOJ and Jack Smith is is he is Captain Ahab and he is going after his white whale and he is going to try to plunge a harpoon in into Donald Trump and 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 he wants to kill him no matter what. It is his obsession. And by the way, that's why Merrick Garland appointed Jack Smith to that position because they want they want to frustrate democracy and 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 this is where you know ben it's it, it's actually amazing the radical left ha has an almost freudian projection whatever they accuse you of doing is in fact what they are doing so the the standard democrat talking point nowadays is they're defending democracy they're defenders of democracy that's what this election is about joe biden loves saying that the reason for these indictments are because the Democrats are terrified of democracy. The reason for these indictments is the Democrats are terrified that the voters, come November, will go in and vote for Donald Trump. And so they're trying to use the justice system to destroy the leading Republican candidate. Why? Because they want to interfere with the election. They want to stop democracy from operating. There's also an invasion of privacy aspect of this. And I'm going to talk about something else that's in this warrant in just a moment that deals with that. But first, let me tell you about our friends over at Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they really are the only one. 
The team at Patriot Mobile put this coming together so that you could stop giving your money to woke big mobile companies that give massive donations to Democrats and massive donations to organizations like Planned Parenthood. Patriot Mobile also offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. What does that mean? It means you get the same coverage that you're accustomed to without funding the left's agenda. And when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a clear message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, as well as our military, our veterans, and our first responder heroes in this country. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team that also makes switching easy. And you get to keep your same cell phone number if you want to. You get to keep your same phone you have right now or upgrade to a new one. And every month when you pay your bill, a portion of your bill goes back to support conservative causes at no extra cost to you. So stop giving your money to woke companies and switch to Patriot Mobile. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash verdict. That's PatriotMobile.com slash verdict. Use the promo code verdict. You'll get free activation as well. Or you can call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash verdict. Senator, there was also something else in this warn as we were getting some of this information that was coming in that was very alarming to me. And it's and, and it's a it's a free speech, but also a invasion of privacy aspect, especially when you're talking about them wanting to get this information on who was the then sitting president of the United States of America. And that was this quote, all information. And this is what the warrant had in it on Trump's quote, connect and notification tabs within the Twitter app was requested as well as his entire search history. All of the people that he blocked on Twitter, anyone that he didn't block, but you can mute. So you don't see their tweets And the most shocking part was this, even drafted tweets that he never sent out. How can they justify that type of invasion of his privacy? Well, they're engaged in a fishing expedition. I I will say, given that there is an active indictment against Trump, um, that electronic information that they can probably get, um, and, and, and that's... You know, if if you've been indicted and have a criminal prosecution against you and and you have electronic records that that are arguably relevant to the case, the the prosecution can get those. And and where where the warrant goes wildly overboard is is extending not just to Trump, who is now a criminal defendant and and, uh, has to defend himself, but it's extending to. 80 million Americans. It's, it's, it's extending to every American who'd hit retweet or 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 like uh, for a period of three months on any Trump tweet. I mean, that's that's insanely overbroad. I will note also that the warrant instructed Twitter not to notify Trump of the search order that that uh Th- is that they normal? Want- is that a normal way of of a warrant reading, or is that also egregious in in, in the way that they describe it? You know, it depends. Uh, and, and what? Is, so Twitter went and argued and tried to fight this, and and Jack Smith in court argued, "quote There is reason to believe notification to the former president, a sophisticated actor with an expansive platform, would result in a statutorily cognizable harm." 
The non-disclosure order was granted based on facts showing that notifying the former president would result in destruction of or tampering with evidence, intimidation of potential witnesses, or other serious jeopardy to an investigation or delaying of trial. Look, if you're if you're seeking someone's electronic records, that's not that unusual to say don't like if if they someone goes after your bank records, uh, it's not that unusual that they would not notify you of it. What is unusual is is going after every other person who is not involved in the case in any way at all and getting the record of every time Ben Ferguson liked Donald Trump. Um, That is completely overbroad. I have to say, I, I want to give some credit here to X uh, slash Twitter. Not only did they initially delay complying with this request, that resulted in a $350,000 fine, but they also went to court trying to stop this abuse of power. And I think that's something that should not be overlooked in this story, that they were trying to protect the users. Uh, and, and they realized, I think, a- how egregious this was. And they deserve to, to, I think, give a lot of us, a lot of us should appreciate the fact that Elon Musk didn't just say, come on in, here's the books, grab whatever you want, and said, no, 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 you, 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 we're going we're gonna to fight you. This yep. is not okay. Yep, f- f- fully agree. Um, and, and I think Twitter or X, they, they handled it exactly right. But this Biden DOJ, this is a political department of justice, and, and it's doing enormous and ongoing damage to the integrity of DOJ and, and, and to the rule of law. Uh, politicized prosecutions and weaponizing criminal prosecutions, that, that, that does big, big damage. I want to move on also to some other news, and it, it, it is not really hit outside of, of what happened within the Senate Judiciary Committee. And there was a lot of fireworks that happened at the Senate Judiciary Committee this morning. We're taping this late, uh, obviously, on, on Thursday evening. But, but explain what was going on in the Senate Judiciary Committee and, and, and what was happening there. Uh, as the Hill's headline was, Senate GOP stages hearing walkout to protest Supreme Court-related subpoenas. Uh, Lindsey Graham slammed Democrats. John Cornyn blasting uh, Democrat Senator Dick Durbin. You were blasting uh, and defending uh, your colleague, Senator John Kennedy, uh, and, and ripping apart the Senate Democrats for consistently serving a rubber stamp, as you described it. So, so tell us how this all happened and kind of out of nowhere. Well, we, we began the day with a markup in the Senate Judiciary Committee, and, and it, it began by the, the Senate Judiciary Committee voting on two judges that actually Democrats had voted out of committee before, but one of the Democrats was not physically present in the room, and so the, we didn't have a quorum. And so they screwed it up last time. They had to go back and do it again. Uh, and then there were also other judges that were up up for being voted on. And on top of that, uh, the Democrats were seeking to to issue subpoenas to go after Leonard Leo, who was a long time with the Federalist Society, very active in, in judi- judicial matters and judicial selection, a, a very longtime friend of mine. And and to go after Harlan Crow, a very successful Texas businessman who is very close friends with Clarence Thomas. And and so. We had over two hours of fireworks. I mean, it, it, judiciary is always vigorous. It, it, it's a little bit like the Roman Coliseum where you get, uh, you know, strong partisan warriors on both sides of the aisle. They go at it a lot. That being said, what happened today was really extraordinary. So we started off 
that Dick Durbin, the, the chairman of the committee, wanted to vote on the two two nominees that he screwed up last time uh, and didn't have a quorum for. And a number of Republican senators wanted to speak. Uh, John Cornyn wanted to speak. John Kennedy wanted to speak. Marsha Blackburn wanted to speak. And Durbin just plowed right over them, just said, shut up. No, you can't speak. You can't speak on these judges. We're just voting. And, and it was it, it was a remarkable thing. It, it, it's something that's not the normal course of business. That doesn't happen. Correct. On a normal well, on a, normally that's abnormal, right? It is wildly abnormal. I've never seen it anymore. John Cornyn, who usually does not get all that excited or worked up, here's what he said to Durbin. He said, quote, you just destroyed one of the most important committees in the United States Senate. Congratulations on destroying the United States Senate Judiciary Committee. To to try to silence your opponents, well, it it, it reflects the arbitrary abuse of power that that characterizes the biden doj and characterizes the senate democrats um we also saw senate democrats once again just just rubber stamp nominees and 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 you know i i was unloading in particular on a nominee out of connecticut who has a really radical record she she signed a letter during covid urging the governor of Connecticut to release as many prisoners as possible from jail. And, and by the way, with no distinction to whether they're violent, and, and the letter, among other things, called on, on the governor to release 100% all of the prisoners in pretrial detention. So if you've been arrested, say for murder, this nominee was saying, well, we should just let you go. If you're arrested for rape or child molesting, all of them. And, and, and that's really a, a radical, radical position. And so so I unloaded on the Democrats for being so extreme, so out of step. And, and, and in fact, I, I, I suggested to them, I said, look, just because you're Democrats doesn't mean that you have to just roll over and, and, and rubber stamp whatever it is the Biden White House wants. And, and I pointed out, as Republicans, we didn't do that to Donald Trump. And, and in particular, you know, I invoked the, the, the well-known bracelets that some people wear, WWJD, what would Jesus do? And I said, look, in, in the Senate Judiciary Committee, let me suggest a modification on that, which is y'all ought to wear a bracelet that says WWJKD, which is what would John Kennedy do? And, and the reason I, 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 I use that uh, analogy is that John Kennedy multiple times with Trump judges had withering cross-examinations and and for judges who were not qualified that those cross-examinations resulted in those nominees being defeated and I was telling the Democrats you know you actually can behave like a senator you don't just have to be puppets of the White House but yeah not a one of them Let's play a few of these clips because they're important, and I want people to be able to hear what was happening because this is a room filled with a lot of tense moments, and and here's a few of those. Constitution gives this body the power of advice and consent, but it only works if people have the backbone to use it. If you view your job as I'm a rubber stamp for the Biden White House, whoever they send us, look, the Democrats on this committee have already signed off on three nominees of the Department of Justice who want to abolish the police. You've already signed off on a radical judge 
who describes himself in his own words as a, quote, wild-eyed liberal, says he wakes up every morning motivated by hatred for conservatives. He's a federal judge in New York. God help you if you're a conservative and you're in his court. You go sit there, your honor, you realize your honor woke up that morning motivated by hatred of you. But every Democrat thought, thought that was fine. That looks like a good judge to us. That was one of your, your best moments. And then, as you mentioned, you were talking about John Kennedy and reminding that Republicans have held their own to a higher standard as well. Because John Kennedy actually respects what it means to be a judge. He spent too, many time, too much time in too many courtrooms to know if you have a jackass who doesn't know what he's doing or an ideologue on the bench, it's bad for the rule of law. And y'all remember, John Kennedy torpedoed Trump judge after Trump judge. We had a lot of great judges, but we had some that weren't great. And the ones that weren't great, the Republicans on this committee said, no, go back and do it again. Is there even a single Democrat who could look at that bracelet? What would John Kennedy do and say, you know what? A judge who calls for releasing every violent criminal in the state of Connecticut who's on pretrial containment, that shouldn't be a judge. Did it change the demeanor of the room when you were talking that bluntly and reminding them of the facts that, hey, we've we've gotten rid of some of our own bad nominees? Or was it just, nope, we're Democrats and we're going to just keep doing exactly what we do and you guys need to shut up? So, So the amazing thing is the Democrats don't engage at all. Uh, when I'm talking, they're all looking down. They're looking at their feet. They're looking at their phones. They don't look up. They don't engage. None of them respond on the merits to anything you say. Uh, you know, when I point out this this radical uh, judge's record, and, and, and I pointed out, I went down, down the road. I said, listen, I don't care how, how blue your states are. You know, some of the Democrats there, they're from Illinois and Rhode Island and and uh minnesota and new jersey and california and and, uh, delaware i said look look i don't care how blue your state is go to vermont peter welch is from vermont bring your bring your constituents together ask them if they think it's a good idea to release every violent criminal that's being held on pretrial detention every murderer every serial rapist just let them go like even in the bluest states they will say that's nutty and th- th- this goes back to a theme that we've talked about a lot, that I talk about a lot in, in, in my new book, Unwoke, which is because the media is so corrupt, the Democrats know that no matter how egregious the votes are they cast, the media won't report on it. So they'll never get asked back home about the radicals they're voting for because it'll never make the six o'clock news. CNN won't cover it. The New York Times won't cover it. It just it disappears. And and so they don't have substantive responses to these points. They just utterly ignore it. And as I said today, I said, look, look, they vote like the Politburo in the old Soviet Union. They just raise their hands and go, da. And in fact, when it came to voting on this, this one radical judge, when it came to me, I decided to vote. Normally, I would have voted no, but instead I voted yet. (laughs) <laughs> which which did did at least get get a couple of chuckles but yeah, it, but you know, not I mean, a, it, not a single democrat if they have any shame they don't demonstrate it i'd like to take a moment and have a real heart to heart with you if you're able right now place your hand over your heart 
Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I did love the way that Texas was really represented. You mentioned John Cornyn earlier. Uh, he's a guy that doesn't usually get that, you know, kind of animated or excited. But I, but I want to play this because it was a great day for all Texans in the Senate. Uh, Mr. Chairman, who, you who just, has not been allowed to speak on that nomination? Mr. Chairman, you just destroyed yeah. one of the most important committees in the United States Senate. Chair would know. And you set a precedent the chair which will know. be repeated every time one party or the other takes advantage and takes the low road. Chair will know it sets a precedent that will then be become the norm. Congratulations on destroying the United States Senate Judiciary Committee. Up next. 
I mean, you, you, you've served with, with Senator Cornyn for a long time. That's his I'm pissed voice. And, and he was not going to be interrupted as he was making that point. And it was a great moment, at least to, for Texas, especially for, for citizens here, because you guys were united in saying, and the way he described it, you guys are taking the low road here, and this is going to come back to bite you one day. Well, look, that's exactly right. And then after after the Democrats rammed these nominees through, they then voted on the subpoenas. And they had subpoenas, as I said, for, for two private citizens. One of them is Leonard Leo. I've known Leonard for 30 years. Leonard, uh, for years, was with the Federalist Society. I joined the Federalist Society uh, in 1992 when I was had just graduated from college and I was a first-year law student. I joined the Federalist Society when I was a first-year law student. I've known Leonard uh, since that time, since 1992. So we've been friends for 30 years. He is a principled conservative. He has been a warrior fighting for constitutionalist on the bench uh and and the democrats hate him because they don't want constitutionalist on the bench um and then they also were voting on a subpoena for harlan crow someone else i know very very well an incredibly successful real estate developer and businessman in in texas and dallas um who who he and his wife are very very close friends with clarence thomas and 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 justice thomas's wife and All of us were horrified at their ongoing campaign, the Democrats' campaign, to delegitimize the Supreme Court, and in particular to smear Clarence Thomas. And the attacks that they direct at Clarence Thomas, I think, are suffused with racism. I agree. That that four left-wing Democrats, they have a hatred for Clarence Thomas that is qualitatively different from any other justice on the court, any other conservative. You know, for years, Clarence Thomas served alongside Antonin Scalia. Both were equally conservative. And yet the left didn't hate Scalia. They disagreed with him, but they didn't hate him. For today's Democrats, they have a contempt, a loathing for a black man who dares to be a conservative. That, that, that for today's leftists is triggering. They believe an African-American man does not have the right to disagree with the left-wing orthodoxy that the cultural Marxists are trying to force down your throat. And so uh, they heap contempt. You know, I put up in hearings before magazine covers where they've shown Clarence Thomas. They've drawn him as a lawn jockey. They've, They've drawn him as an Uncle Tom licking the boots of justice scalia i mean just 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 heavily racist cartoons from the left and so in response to these subpoenas senate republicans did two things number one we did what's called we invoked the two-hour rule which is a senate senate rule that that limits the length of a hearing because we invoked that rule it meant that they had to conclude all of their business by noon. Well, Durbin screwed up again. He didn't finish by noon, and he actually voted on the subpoenas at 12.02, so he was two minutes late. Under the Senate rules, those subpoenas are invalid because at noon, the committee was no longer allowed to conduct any business under the Senate rules. So the subpoenas were invalid, number one, because Durbin did it too late and did not comply with the two-hour rule. But number two, we did something very unusual, which is every Republican got up and left 
walked out of the hearing room when they began to vote on the subpoenas. And the reason we did that is we denied the committee a quorum under the rules. There have to be at least two members of the minority party in the room for the committee to be able to conduct business. And so we left and denied them a quorum. Now, Durbin, the Democrats don't care if they're following the rules. So he just voted with only Democrats. And then he announced that 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 the 11 Democrats had voted. And so the subpoenas would issue. But if and when anyone tries to enforce those subpoenas, the lawyers for the targets of the subpoenas, the lawyers for Leonard Leo and Harlan Crow, will undoubtedly argue that the subpoenas are invalid, number one, because they violated the two-hour rule, and number two, because they were issued without a quorum. And, and that, for, for all of the Republicans to walk out and deny a quorum is something extremely rare, and it is indicative of just how how much the Democrats are abusing their power right now. And Senator, I also want to ask you just about this double standard with them coming after Clarence Thomas, but completely overlooking some of the major ethical problems that some of the Democrats should have to answer for, especially on the Supreme Court. Before I do that, though, I got to tell you about our friends at Blackout Coffee. I do late nights like tonight and early mornings. I do radio at 7 a.m. And I there's one thing I look forward to in the morning, and that's a good cup of coffee. Not just a cup of coffee. I want a good cup of coffee. Well, if you like a quality cup of coffee, then you're going to love Blackout Coffee. Why? Because, well, number one, they're an American first coffee company. Yes, this coffee is 100% America and, and 0% woke. Blackout Coffee is 100% committed to conservative values. So you're getting rid of that prospect of giving your money to another woke coffee bean company. You know the ones I'm talking about. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support, and shipping, Blackout Coffee embodies true American values, and they accept no compromise on taste or quality. That's what I'm talking about is that premium coffee. Now, here's the cool thing. You can try out Blackout Coffee right now by going to Blackout coffee.com slash verdict and you're going to save 20 percent off your first order by using the coupon code verdict so go to blackoutcoffee.com slash verdict use promo code verdict 20 percent off your first order you can check out all of their incredible gift ideas for christmas so if you have a coffee drinker that, that works with you you need to give them a gift or family member or stocking stuffer go check out blackout coffee and save big Blackoutcoffee.com slash verdict. Be awake, not woke. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash verdict. Use promo code verdict. You know, one of the issues I think here is also the fact that when it comes to ethics complaints, Democrats, they, they came after Clarence Thomas and will never stop. But there's even headlines. You don't have to look for them. One of them is the Associated Press. Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor's staff prodded colleges and libraries to buy her books. That would be a major violation of ethics, right? Well, we, we've seen from the Democrats a, a complete double standard when it comes to the so-called ethics standards. So everything they're accusing Clarence Thomas of doing, of, of taking trips, of going, uh, going, flying on private planes, of, of traveling to uh, give speeches or go to, go to some swanky resort, Everything that, that, that Clarence Thomas did, the left-wing justices did too. Stephen Breyer did so. Ruth Bader Ginsburg did so. Sonia Sotomayor did so. Stephen Breyer flew all over the world 
on planes of of left wing billionaires and the Democrats. And, and, and to be clear, the, the, the Supreme Court's ethics rules allowed both of them to do that. They were both complying with the ethics rules. And so what the Democrats are doing here is they're playing a game of gotcha, which is they are attacking Clarence Thomas for doing the same thing all the other justices are doing. And they're ignoring the fact that the ethics rules that govern justices allow them uh, to take those trips. And, and, and it is their objective is it, it's not complicated. They want to smear. They want to destroy Clarence Thomas, number one. But number two, they want to delegitimize the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court is the one major institution in Washington that the left right now does not control. And even worse from their perspective, the Supreme Court is holding the Biden administration to account and forcing them to comply with the Constitution and and with the law. And, And the radical left doesn't want to comply with the Constitution and the law. And so this is a political effort designed to attack and tear down the court. And part of delegitimizing the court, final question on this is, if they can delegitimize it, then they can pack the court and say that's how they're going to fix this illegitimate court. How concerned are you that that idea and and dream could become a reality in the next five, 10 years, because it seems that they're really focused on this idea of, all right, well, if we don't have the numbers, we'll just pack the damn court and then bam, we remake it. Now we're in charge. We can do whatever the hell we want to do. The Democrats are one vote away from having the votes to pack the U.S. Supreme Court. So the Democrats tried to end the filibuster. The filibuster is the requirement that it takes 60 votes to to pass major legislation in in the senate um 48 of the democrats are willing to end the filibuster there are only two who refuse to do so joe manchin and kirsten cinema by the way manchin's not coming back he's announced that he's not running for re-election so one of those two will be gone and if the democrats go from 48 to 50 and Kamala Harris is still the vice president, they will have the votes to end the filibuster. They would do so. And one of the very first things they would do is pack the U.S. Supreme Court. They would they would grow the number of justices from nine justices to 13 so they could immediately appoint four radical left-wing justices who would then overturn landmark decisions protecting free speech, protecting religious liberty, protecting the Second Amendment. If they are able to pack the Supreme Court, they have the potential of of doing permanent damage to the rule of law and and to your and my constitutional rights. Yeah, it's something we're going to have to watch, certainly in this election year, this presidential election year coming up and remind people these are those reasons why it's so important to actually go out and vote. When we see low voter turnout in presidential uh, areas, I always I always say go back to the Supreme Court and, and you look at what we were able to accomplish uh, with with Donald Trump and Supreme Court nominees. It was incredible. Uh, and that is a, a legacy that can can be there for decades on end. Uh, finally, let's let's talk about something that was really fun. Uh, I think, and I I, I, I googled this, but I, I I got inconclusive data here, Senator. I think that you had your silver screen debut 
uh, with a new movie that has come out, Lady Ballers. Uh, it is a Daily Wire movie, Lady Ballers, and it's making everybody freak out, which makes even more fun in the media. And they're saying you're now starring in a transgender film, which really made me laugh when I saw that headline. So so talk about this debut of yours. Congratulations, movie star. I guess we can put that in, <laughs> on the resume, right? Uh, this is pretty cool. Well, it was very cool. So last night I went to the world premiere of the movie, and it was in Nashville. Uh, the name of the, the movie is Lady Ballers, and it was put out by the Daily Wire, and, and it's a comedy. It's a really funny comedy. Uh, it, it, it reads, it, it's an awful lot like Dodgeball. It's kind of yeah. the same sort of slapstick, uh, but the script is really well, well written. It's got a, it's got a terrific cast. And, and the, the premise is that you have five guys who, who won the, the, the Tennessee State high school basketball championship and and 20 years later they're all kind of down on their luck and they decide they're going to compete as women's basketball players and dominate women's basketball and and because of today's woke ideology if they say they're women uh they get praised as 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 beautiful and brave and 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 it i i gotta tell you the script is it's just really damn funny so i went it was in a big theater in Nashville. The theater was packed. Everyone was cracking up laughing. Uh, there are a whole bunch of cameos in, in the movie. Now, I have a tiny cameo, so, so I'm in the movie. I, I have two lines, uh, but, but it was fun. I, I flew to Nashville while they How, were filming. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How many takes did it take you to get it right? That's the, that's the real question if you've gone pro here in the movie world. Well, I... Uh, they probably had me do about twenty takes of it. Now I don't That's know that awesome. I I don't know that I screwed it up nineteen times, but but they kept telling me, okay, do it again, do it again, do it again. So I did 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 a whole bunch of takes of it, and it, it it was a ton of fun. I flew in for one afternoon and shot the scene and left, but it but it was a blast, um, and 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 it was really cool. And and I will say, the movie. Look, this is something we've talked about. This is something I talk about it at a lot of length in, in my new book, Unwoke, uh, the chapter on entertainment. Entertainment is enormously consequential. And I talk about in the book Unwoke how, how the, 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 the radical left has killed comedy. Late night TV shows are, are unwatchable. And in fact, ironically, so Jimmy Kimmel, I blast in the book, and I talk about how, you know, Instead of like actually having real humor, um, we now just have angry leftists standing there screaming, I hate Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the devil. Yeah. Ironically, Jimmy Kimmel took that excerpt from my book and he read it in his monologue. And it was it was uh, it, it was actually even funnier. Kimmel then followed it up by having a drag queen read excerpts of my book to little kids, which was. As much as I said it was unfunny, that was actually kind of funny that he did that. I I, I got to laugh at that. But look, <laughs> entertainment is powerful, culture is powerful, and comedy is powerful. And and what I was happy about this movie is is that it's it's really funny. I mean it it's it it is. I mean I'm as you know I'm a huge movie buff. I love movies. I love comedies. I love I love you know laughing and cutting up and having fun and and this. The movie, I would recommend it to everyone. Um, it, it, it's, and I'm glad to see. Look, the Daily Wire is investing a lot of money in trying to compete against Hollywood, 
producing good content, and that's one of the critical tools we have to do if we're going to take the institutions back. Yeah, it's it's so important. And, and you look at just it's not just that when these come out that we support them. And, and I think that's the point you're, you're making is, look, go watch this movie and support it, because if we do, then we get to make more of them and others will be inspired. Uh, when you see people that are trying to fight back in, in spaces that are really hard, like Hollywood, and they put something out that's on Netflix, that's something that's that, that is made for 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 our audience and conservatives, make sure you support it, because if you don't, the, the left will continue to beat the living crap out of us in the entertainment industry. And, and they do change hearts and minds. I mean, there was a there. I mean, you, you when you ran for president, I'm sure you saw the data likability. And if Hollywood's behind you and if you have famous stars behind you, I mean, the Democratic National Convention is, is not about the politicians. It's about the movie stars and the mu- and the music groups that show up to entertain the people watching on TV. Uh, and, and they beat us at that game. And that's why it's so important to get behind movies like this. Uh, look, I think that's exactly right. The movie also has a bunch of different cameos in it. So Ben Shapiro is in it. Uh, Jeremy Boring is is actually one of the stars of it. Matt Walsh is in it. Clay Travis is in it. Uh, Riley Gaines is in it. Uh, Jordan Peterson is in it. So so there are lots of of cameos that that, that are 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 really fun and 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 well done. Um, and and like Matt Walsh plays basically this like hippy dippy character who's who's really funny and 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 shapiro has just a a quick little snippet but it's hysterical uh what what ben does in it and and that it it was one of the funny things uh, and actually for for verdict listeners uh you're and my dear friend michael knowles the 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 uh my original co-host on verdict Michael actually has a pretty sizable role in the in the uh, in in the movie. He plays That's a awesome. he plays a TV actor, and and he's got uh, you know in 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 the movie he's got a, like a little mustache that he wears, and and so I I saw Michael I saw everyone at the the premiere last night, and I, I was giving Michael enormous grief, saying, you you know you really need to keep that stash, Michael. I mean, it really does kind of it has sort <laughs> sort of a a a B level porn star actor look like the you know i said michael you're rocking the ron jeremy look and i i I think it really it's worth continuing thankfully he had the good judgment not to follow my advice on that front I loved it. There was a picture he tweeted out of uh, of when your date night gets hijacked at third wheel with you sitting next to him last night, having a little fun at the premiere. It was a lot of fun. Make sure that you take a look at this movie uh, and support conservatives when they do this. It's so vitally important. Uh, you're talking about, you know, standing up for what you believe in. And if you're a guy and you are sick and tired uh, of feeling like you've gotten a little bit older, maybe you, you feel like weakness and complacency have set in. You're not alone. Testosterone levels have literally fallen off a cliff historically, and they're now at an all-time low. Now, thankfully, uh, the Patriots at Chalk are here to help real men just like you take back your right to proudly maximize your masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Yes, 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the male vitality stack, and it's manufactured right here in the U.S. of A., Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy, your focus, and your mood. So, if you're ready to fight back and not give in to the weakness that everybody seems to be obsessed with, 
then check out Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Go online to C-H-O-Q.com. That's C-H-O-Q.com. Check out the Male Vitality Stack and use the promo code BEN for 35% off. That's right. You'll save 35% off right now for life at Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, promo code BEN. Don't forget, we do the show Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and a weekend recap on Saturdays. Make sure you share this podcast, please, wherever you are on social media. Uh, it also helps us tremendously reach new audience members if you write a five-star review for us wherever you're listening. So if you would do that, uh, it helps us reach uh, more conservatives and more people uh, that may not be listening to this show. And as always, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we do the show. So hit that subscribe or follow button. And on those in-between days... Download my show, the Ben Ferguson Podcast. I'll keep you up to date on the breaking news in between those days. So download the Ben Ferguson Podcast as well. And the Senator and I will see you back here for the Weekend Review on Saturday. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. Ben Ferguson here, and if you're an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio. And I want you to visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investments to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit Labrador Energy. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more now at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict.